Hello everyone, welcome back to Midnight Madness. I'm your host as always, Brian Brian Dash, and today I'm going to tell you the story of Moonchild. It's Werewolf Romance Part 2. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. By the way, this also isn't Connor in this one, this is Curtis, Connor's best friend. The werewolves came a long way since the day where the humans and werewolf races fought against each other. I mean, true, they still had enemies, such as the vampires and other supernatural creatures, but at least they got along, alright? The werewolves and the humans, they were allies now. They even started to breed with each other. After Connor and his wife... Savannah, a werewolf, after they conceived a few pups and children, then inspired others to do the same. Now, half of the town had werewolves as their wives, and half the town had regular humans as their wives, not to mention the males who also interbreeded with humans. Now, Curtis was in bed with Dahlia, his newly wedded wife, and they slept together. Shortly after, a few days later, Dahlia started to act funny. She started to have cravings. Her belly started to get bigger. She got more hungry, hungrier than usual. Curtis said, Dahlia, are you doing okay? Dahlia's ears tucked and so did her tail, and she said weakly, Curtis, do you love me? Curtis said, Of course I do, Dahlia. Do you want to have babies one day? Isn't that why people marry? Is to have children of their own? To carry on the bloodline. Curtis, out of curiosity, if I told you I'm pregnant, what would you say? Curtis's mouth fell open, and he laid a hand on Dahlia's stomach. He felt kicks of little ones inside. Is it true? It's true. Oh, Dahlia, he said, and hugged her. Soon their hug was interrupted. They heard a banging on the door. Curtis, open up. Curtis, open the freaking door. Curtis opened the door. What in the name of the... Curtis was cut off. These men with daggers, silver daggers, started to walk towards Dahlia. Curtis and Slay knew what was going to happen. They were going to kill her. This she-wolf would be the first to hit. Then we kill all the others. Come on, boys. Let's skin this stupid little... Curtis slapped the man in the face and then began to punch and beat on the others. He took out one of the knives and cut one of the guys from one pipe. That man that he, whose one pipe was slashed died writhing on the floor as he fought for breath, then slowly weakened until he died. Curtis began to yell, Run! Dahlia, run!
and he cut off another man's windpipe. Only this time, he cut the life-pumping artery that pumped blood. The one that vampires went for. Run, Dahlia! Run! Run away! Run, Dahlia! He began to yell. Dahlia got up and said, But Curtis... Dahlia, run! But Curtis... Curtis grabbed his gun and shot. Nearly missing Dahlia. Dahlia jumped and ran off. But she noticed that Curtis was crying and found out he was actually aiming away from her, not straight towards her. Curtis would never miss. He was trying to scare her off, trying to get her to run. She heard screams of pain and agony many nights later. She went to investigate and found out Curtis was tortured and then finally killed. She found his body ripped apart, his hands in chains and his feet unchanged. He was on the crank table, which is meant to pull the body apart from itself. She cried, bitter tears. She jumped up on the table and laid her head on Chris's chest. She prayed to the star wolf, Lupus. Oh, mighty wolf god, hear my prayer. I'll do anything, anything at all. I'll even kill humans if you wish it. But please, mighty wolf god, give me back, Curtis. Suddenly, blue light from the moon came down and shone on Curtis. His spine reattached. Curtis, she said. And then she heard the wolf god's voice. You must not call him by his name. You must bite him as soon as he's conscious. But that means making him like me against his will. Curtis wouldn't want that. He said he'd rather die than happen. Do it. I have to at least ask him. Do it or he will die. Curtis said he'd rather die than have his choices taken from him. And as much as it pains me, I respect his wishes. Let him rest in peace, Wolf God. Fine. But know this is on you. And Curtis's blood finally ran cold. Curtis was killed. Dahlia wandered off into the forest to mourn. Many months later, she felt it come. The puffs, she whimpered, they're coming. She ran to Connor's house and scratched the door. Dahlia, in human form in a bathrobe with wet hair, came in and said, Oh, hey, Dahlia. Hi, Savannah. Can I come in? Of course. Savannah opened the door and let Dahlia come in. Where's Connor? He's still asleep. He had a long night. 
I'm having um, the pups. Now? Now. Follow me to our bedroom. Dahlia and Savannah ran in, and Savannah pushed Connor out of the bed. He hit the floor with a mighty thump. Oh, Dahlia! Why are you in my bed now? Oh, Savannah, what the heck? What the heck was that even for? Then he saw Dahlia lay on the bed, her tail raising, and he saw the pups come. There was three of them. Two of them were human form, born dead. And one of them was a bloodling, a wolf pup. Wow. What should we call him? I think the father should come up with a name. The father can't. The rogue hunters killed him. What? Connor loaded his gun, his rifle, and from his window, he shot and killed all the rogue hunters. Moonchild. Let's call him the Moonchild. That's a lovely name, said Dahlia. Moonchild it is. I could Savannah. And, uh, Dahlia? Yes, Connor? You're welcome to stay here if you like. Savannah nodded her head. Remember how we had to mate with multiple different males? Mouse got as many males as they want. Yes, I remember. Well, we're still wolves. And Connor is the one true male who cares so much, so much about his mates. And we both should. Mm-hmm. So her and Connor mated. Now Connor had two she-wolves that were his to look after and care for as husband-wife instead of one. Dahlia and Savannah were both his wives. The end. Quick side note. No, Connor isn't a two-timer. No, this isn't adultery. This is just a story. Don't ever try this in real life. I did some research and found out that werewolves, human or female, no, sorry, female or male, would have multiple different mates. Especially the males. They would usually take the females and the females were faithful while they ran around with whatever the she-wolf they wanted to. But in the storyline right here, I wanted to add kind of a little werewolf mythology. Did I say it? Mythology, there we go. Which was, they would take multiple mates. Or they would share a mate with someone else. Yeah, I know it's weird, but hey. It worked for the storyline. Anyway, so that's Werewolf Romance Part 2. Again, it was a little more sad. But it had a romantic and happy ending.
And sorry if it was a little short. Um, I just can't put on the spot. Alright, thank you for some view. If you liked it, please punch the button in the face like a boss. As always, high fives around. Thank you so much for watching. If you liked this video, please leave a like and subscribe. That would be really appreciated. And if you want to join the best team in the world, then just hit that subscribe button and you'll be a part of Moonlight Warriors. Leave your comments down below in the sections below. If, if you have, I'm looking at one of you. I'm not going to say who, but you know who you are. About some sort of romantic or flirtatious. You know who I'm talking about when I say flirtatious. Um, that's welcome. And for the rest of you, I want you guys to tell me if you liked it, what you want to see next, and if you're excited for the Roxanne stories coming up soon. Thank you for this video, and I'll see you all next time in the next video. Thank you, everyone. And good night. And of course, look at the shadows because this was a strange one. Thank you, everyone. And good night.